so. Yep, yep. I just, uh, God, my brain. Speaking of your brain, mm. uh, hi and welcome to Blank Bodies, a Vampire the Masquerade V5 tabletop in horror podcast. I'm your host, Hunter, and as always, I'm joined by John, Sarah, and the Lorebot, James. Uh, we're doing it kind of quick today because we have a fucker of a script. Yes. I just got to ask a real quick question, Yo. though. Do you think that in a future edition of Vampire the Masquerade, they're going to put the uh, Ohio thing um, as like an antediluvian getting killed? I I think the situation in East Palestine is going to be marked as a uh, taint from the worm, and it's going to be a werewolf plot line. Yeah, that's going to be a Pentax thing, almost yep. surely. Cool. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, to clarify, you mean Ohio. When you say the incident in East Palestine, that's not what my <laughs> brain first I, goes to. Actually, same. I was like, oh, okay. I was honestly genuinely concerned uh, with the, the, the Ohio train incident that because the town is called East Palestine, that... Uh, because Palestine was in the the headlines, people were just going to ignore it because they're just like, oh, we don't care about Palestinians. Get the fuck out of my feed. Because people don't, which is fucked up. Anyway, (laughs) to avoid that hot button issue, uh, we're going to step onto another hot button issue, which I've titled this, Fuck the Tremere, a history. (laughs) Part two. (laughs) So, uh... This is part of our clan deep dive series for those who are not aware. Uh, this is a, the patrons help us select a few of the clans. And then we post it up on Twitter as vampire blood sports to select the clan. We have ended up on Tremere this time. Uh, thank you for the community engagement and hopefully people enjoy the fighting. Uh, we use a mixture of old and newer lore to help guide newer players as well as show growth in the meta pot for plot for veteran players. So, you know, because it's almost like this is a continuum mm-hmm. of plot. Uh, normally at this point, uh, I would list the sources. There are 44 of these fuckers for this episode, so I'm not going to list them. We'll share a screen cap, I guess, on the Twitter and in the Discord for folks who want it. Uh, this episode, we're going to be going over history, current events in V5, and major NPCs and clan-specific lore sheets. Yeah. Uh, this is so deep, we're also pushing our final thoughts and NPCs out to another episode like we did with Gangrel. Yeah. So it beefy. This is what happens when you, everything in the timeline happens during recorded history. A fucker wrote notes, so now I have to actually like <laughs> keep a timeline. Instead of the Malkadians, <laughs> eh, maybe he got stabbed and uh, caught up. Oh, who knows? Yeah, Nobody they, knew how to write back then. Yeah, well, it's they did, but they wrote on things that were uh, perishable. Mm-hmm. So you know, you you lose the books. Okay, so Tremere started with Tremere. Yeah. <laughs> hey. Thanks for coming, guys. Thank you for coming, guys. Uh, That's a wrap. Uh, That's all we really need to know. So Tremere was born sometime in the early 700s CE, somewhere in Eastern Europe. That was left extraordinarily vague. Uh, He was adopted along with brother Tatalus and sister Prelix by the Magi uh, Gorna the Fetid. Because this is the Dark Ages and this is how people did names. Mm -hmm. Gorna the Fetid. Is this like foreshadowing that Gortrix is mommy issues? Uh, there's a lot of stuff about Gorno the Fetid. For streamlining purposes, I'm not getting into that. If somebody who's really into mage wants to send me drugs so I can explain mage plot, that would be rad. But until then, we're skipping over that. Okay, yeah, I'm just I, making sure. I did a, I did a, I thought it did pretty well on our preview of the other systems episode about mages, but yeah, that's a hole right there. That is, that is a fucking hole. There's also a whole other mage podcast that's amazing. Uh, it's called Mage the Podcast. Yeah, Mage's Podcast, they're great. If you are into that, go check them out. 
You might need a philosophy book. You might need hand, a philosophy book. But mm-hmm. that's also true of mage. So, <laughs> But yeah, uh, Gorna the Fetid uh, trained uh, the, the children's in hermetic magic and died in 767 CE in Durinmar, Germany, which is not a real city. I looked. Well, maybe it was <laughs> back in 700 CE. I couldn't find it on a map. <laughs> If somebody has that map and wants to send it to me to correct the record, I will happily take it. You know what? Mm. Sometimes there are towns that used to be on maps, and then people erase them off the map on purpose. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's like, fair. Like Moonsville. Moonsville? Actually, I think you probably could find that on a map. It's a weird town right outside of Anderson. Ah, neat. Is that the one that's like haunted or whatever? No, that's the one that has um, a stoplight and a vending machine that doesn't work, and at the... Outside the or on the other side of the vending machine, there's a trailer and it says, uh, "Soda, knock on door." And you go up and you knock on the door, and somebody would answer the door, and you'd ask for whatever kind of soda, and then you'd give them money, and then they'd give you soda. So it's just a more complicated vending machine. Yeah, that's just a store. That person for career, soda. That, that sells only soda. That person's career is living inside of a vending machine and doing all the operations that the computers <laughs> normally yeah. do. Anyways, yeah. that's Moonsville. Uh, bad news for Gorna for dying. Good news for the brothers Tatalus and Tremere. Uh, they took their dead's invite and went the order of what became known as the Pax Hermetica, which is a meeting that founded the Order of Hermes. <sighs> and the mistakes. And the mistakes began. The so, beginning of all the problems. Yeah, basically, there's the big nerd meeting where all the various leaders of the Hermetic schools came together to form a u- more unified uh, school and uh, p- to protect their magic and codify the arts and mm. all that nerdy shit. For those who do not know, Hermetic magic is really hard to explain and esoteric, and there's thousands of years of history. I tried to narrow this down into an elevator pitch. I found a really good quote in the book Green Hermeticism. Mm-hmm. If anybody wants to green read. hermeticism. Also, mm-hmm. John, don't give that away for free. I'll go ahead and yeah, don't don't take your love to town, John. Hermeticism is the sacred science of realizing and enhancing the subtle states of both the human being and the universe, which correspond to each other. So yeah, hermeticism is where you get the as above, so below. This is where you get alchemy and the beginning of science. This is also where Aleister Crowley comes from. That 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 spooky level of stuff people that care about correspondence spear. <laughs> it's a good spear but you know we're not talking about mage right now they literally it's, it's their correspondence you, you literally can't have drugs uh this school of the occult thought is kind of a philosophy science that traces back to the pseudo-historical figure hermes trimescus tri trismegist uh, trimegustus uh, this is another one that I've read a bunch and can say it in my head, but saying Trism- it out loud. Gizdus. I do chaos magic. I don't care. Uh, I like the- Zinch. Got it. <laughs> Zinch. Trismegizna. That's a deep cut for some 40k fans. So, so uh, the thrice great Gooch uh, is actually a combination of Hermes, uh, the Greek god of boundaries, travelers, thieves, cunning, and divine messages, and Tote, the Egyptian god of writing, magic, wisdom, judgment, art, and the moon. Is it pronounced Tote? I, I thought it was Thoth. It was, I always thought it was You can do Thoth or Tote. Interesting. I like Tote. Uh, you can kind of blame uh, uh, Crash Course does a whole series about religion, and their uh, avatar for that series is Tote. Interesting. And huh. It's very cute. Can I do Toth? If you want Toth, that's fine. That's what about, it's kind what of a, sounds like you got a cold and you're talking about the things on the ends of your feet. What about, uh, c- can you call it Toth? Toth, yeah, I think, what, works. What I, about thought? 
thought also works, and I kind of love that. <laughs> just this, this, this fucking Idris bird-headed person just with a big old dumpy. That's <laughs> uh, uh, the internet. It's always got to have a big dumpy. Yep. So ancient and medieval texts have been attributed to this figure, but there's no real evidence that this was an actual person. And the earliest texts that we can actually confirm and date go back to 64 to 141 CE. So it's around Jesus' time. Mm -hmm. Uh, Hi, Jeebus. Hi, Jeebus. Uh, There are ties within the Islamic traditions for this figure as well, though they are more tied in with the the prophet Idris and a bunch of really early Arabic alchemical texts dating around 800 to 900 CE. So I thought that was neat. And because of the time period in which it happened, there's also some Christian hermetics as a weird offset. There's like Christian hermetics, but that also gets lumped in with Gnosticism, but they're actually different. It's fucking, it's a lot and I don't have enough drugs. That's the the celestial chorus. They're fine. They can be off in the corner being weird. I sent Sarah a chart when we were talking (laughs) about this and there was a 400 point chart of religions of what's like formed into what and like different backstories to different things and hermeticism mm-hmm. was just like everything after it almost yeah basically if you are west of like the persian empire hermeticism will affect your culture in some way <laughs> so that's exciting uh back into our fantasy realm the order of hermes is one of the council of nine mystic tradition of mage I do not have enough drugs or alcohol to get into this, so we're saving that for later. Hey. As a quick explanation, you know how the Camarilla has, like, the all the clans in it? Yeah. Same thing for mages. They literally, because, again, their whole thing is they're trying to figure out how reality should operate, and this is the nine thought processes, and this is how they get their clans, pretty much. Yeah. So within the Order of Hermes, there are several houses of schools of thought. Tremere started his own fucking house, Tremere. Uh, this is more of a cult of personality, and they believe that the world was chaotic and dangerous and required militant order and preparation for combat. That was kind of their, we are getting shit done. That was kind of their bag. It sounds like fascists. A little bit. Uh, around the year 1000, uh, the power behind hermetic magic began to fail. For plot reasons, it's like almost like every thousand years, some sort of shenaniganry is afoot. Weird. Yeah, some mages have cycles of bullshit. But importantly for us, uh, the immortality portions that potions that they were drinking also began to fail. So everybody's like, "Ah, oh, fuck, we're gonna die." <laughs> ah, so we need to work mortal. on that. So Tremere was like, "All right, house lads, chef is talking. Work on this." One of the uh, sous chefs in the, the house Tremere kitchen was a gentleman named Goratrix, and he had a unique solution to this problem, which was vampirism. Yeah, when your immortality uh. potion stops working, you can buy Kirkland's band immortality. So, vampirism. Goratrix, this motherfucker is involved in the house. Goratrix is basically like the co-daddy of Clan Tremere, so we're going to have to get into it. So Goratrix... <laughs> Uh, is a mage of the house Tremere that Tremere saved from burning at the stake in Poitou, France. Oh, he was French. Uh, Gortrix, with a name like Gortrix, yes. Uh, Gortrix quickly Wait, became... if he was French, wouldn't his name just be pronounced like G? Gortrix. I was joking, because okay. you don't use half the letters in a Yeah, you're word. not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, Gortrix quickly became one of Tremere's closest allies and lovers. So, Tremere is gay. All cool. right. Uh, so... 
all the slander and hate against Clan Tremere might actually be a hate crime, but we're going to move on. No, it's okay. My hatred. Because he's gay. Get it, bud. Like, do whatever you want. Like, actually, the gay, you being gay is the coolest thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's good job. I'm proud of you on that. We hated him before we knew he was a gay. You know, he's like the. I mean, there's a there's a deep tradition of evil gay wizards. I think I'm pretty sure some of the red, red uh, wizards of uh, Thay were gay too. You're not wrong. I um, mean, with those chrome domes. Yes. Anyways, uh, we don't have time for that. Uh, Gortrix. Yes. Yeah, so ally lover. Uh, just for the fun of it, another mage called Etrius was very upset about this. He was also a close follower of Tremir, and he became a rival to Gortrix. Was he upset because he was jealous, or was he upset because he's not, he's committing the hate crime? No. Uh, little little combo, little combo. Basically, the best way to explain the dynamics of this is Tremir is daddy. Uh, Gortrix is kind of your bad boy, like goth twink, and then Atreus is your like nice guy bear. Mm, okay. You know. Yeah. Holy shit, Tremere's making triangles before they're Tremere. Yup. Fucking, the Tremere love triangles and the number seven. Wizards. Threes <laughs> and sevens, they're important. Yeah, so hopefully that will like explain, understanding that dynamic makes everything that happens from here on out make sense. Got it. Cool, moving on. Kind so uh, we get, uh, Gortrix basically is the one who puts together the, the ritual of usurpation. Mm-hmm. It's like they knew exactly what they were doing. It's like they knew what they were doing. <laughs> well, I mean, they knew that they couldn't just become vampires and still be mages, cuz. Yeah. So the purpose of the ritual was to preserve their lives and their avatars. So avatars is the portion of your soul when you're a mage that lets you do magic. Usually. Yeah. Uh, when you become a vampire, that's one of the parts that goes away. Well, they, we'll get to that. Yeah. So Gortrix had a lead about vampires because vampires were still just like this weird esoteric like niche subject. So he went to the Carpathian Mountains because that's what you do when you're a goth in the 1000s. You go to the Carpathian Mountains. <laughs> Can we just have that be a thing again? I mean, it looks gorgeous, yeah, honestly. I would be down to live in the Carpathian Mountains. Yes, but who else was in the Carpathian Mountains? Yes, we're, that's we're half fun. the reason I want to live. That's where we go. Anyways, <laughs> uh, look, Skipper's trying to get himself a, a hot Zamitsi mommy, daddy mommy, mostly mommy. Yeah, well, mommy, mommy, preferably. Yeah, <laughs> you're like, I'll settle for a daddy if I have to. Like, <laughs> <laughs> just somebody that lets me be longer. Yeah, make uh. me longer, and then teach me to do that. Yes, because I do me. not need to see you in this podcast, mommy, long handings around everywhere. I want <laughs> that. No. So in the year 980, uh, Gortrix set up shop by sacrificing a fellow mage and cutting off his own dick to consecrate Seros, which is the first prime chantry. This guy's metal as fuck. It's like the BME Pain Olympics, mm-hmm. but for mages. Yeah. Except that most of that was fake. Well, part of the uh, ritual for this was to consecrate the chantry to be tied into the magic of the Carpathian Mountains, which is where like Caldonic sorcery is tied in and right. all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. So in 1003... Uh, the mage Arundness was decapitated and his head was left at the door of the chantry. The mages did some rituals with necromancy and found out that uh, their mage buddy had been tortured by Roland the Zamitsi <laughs> and was forced to give up details of House Gortrix or House Tremere and the chantry. So Gortrix is like, ah, fuck, they killed my buddy. And they know about us. Now. And they know about yeah. us now. Fuck. 
I mean, you set so, up in their backyard. Right, yeah. yeah. Now, at this point, so they knew what they were getting into when they moved up into the Carpathians. Yeah, they the, were like, those creepy, like, fleshy dudes are up there. Let's go check that out. Yeah, let's let's follow this lead. Maybe maybe we can figure Actually, something out. Is this... Mm. I can't remember the time frame. If this was, like, old old clan Zemitsi, where it was mostly Kaldonic and less... Oh, old clan. Old, yeah, old, it was old clan. Okay. They it's also, mostly Kaldonic, not I, as much mm-hmm. vicissitude. Okay. I, I'm going to make a reach here, because I didn't do the research, but I'm going to assume they probably took the Col- uh, the Carpathian Mountains, because there's probably, like, a ley line or some, like, earth magic, something... Yeah. Literally, yes. Oh, yep. Nope. Literally, yes. Uh, Slam dunk. <laughs> so, uh, Gortrix uh, got approval from House Tremere to follow up on this lead and or get revenge for the uh, death of their friend by capturing and torturing Roland, the Zemitsi. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, I mean, the Zemitsi started it. This include forcing him to embrace two of their own mages, uh, Stephen and Ferris. <laughs> Sorry, I just love... Ferris and Steven. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, biblical names are funny like that because sometimes they're absolutely wild and sometimes they're, you know, just Tom. Joseph. Thomas. Yeah. <laughs> this is Gortrick and Mark. Basically, yeah. So uh, with the help of the fellow mage, Epistadia. I like that. Epistadia. Mm-hmm. Epistadia. There we go. Got it. Uh, uh, who specialized in dominating the soul once it was removed from the body. That was her shtick. Was <laughs> just, I see that's a cool soul you got there. What if I just bent it? Hmm. So she was real good at fucking with ghosts. Got it. Yeah. She's like, she's good at gotcha. getting the soul out of your body and then going. Whoop. Hmm. Uh, but yeah, so she worked closely with Gortrix uh, for years of uh, human experimentation on these mages. Well, vampire experimentation yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, to further the research, uh, Gortrix made packs with the demon Kupala, known as the root of all, also known as the talon of the worm from werewolf. Oh, and also the antediluvian Saulot, oh, also known as the Stars Beyond. Hmm. So yeah, Gortrex earlier on was like cutting some deals mm-hmm. with some moving some chest people. Yeah, the the big breast balls on this twink. <laughs> <laughs> I know I shouldn't say that, but like the Gortrex is really vain and proud of the way he looks and has like the fucking drip. So I feel like calling him a twink is fair. Yeah, I don't think that's unfair. It's either a twink or an otter. Uh, I don't know. I, he wears a lot of robes, so I don't know what the like the hair situation is. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyways, in, in 1022, the ritual happens. Tremere and seven of his closest allies partook in this, including the complete cannibalization of the neonate Stephen and Ferris. Eating their whole ass bodies. Oh, rest All in peace. R.I.P. Stephen. And you Ferris. think guts and bones included? Yes. Mm-hmm. Complete cannibalization. Yeah. Hmm. How do they eat the bones? Same way you eat an airplane. One piece at a time. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> You think they just like boiled the bones? Because you can boil bones for mm-hmm. like long enough that they turn to like goo. But okay. it has to be quick enough to be a ritual too. These are mages. They have power over the matter spheres. I'm pretty sure sense. they just can make rock teeth and just fucking eat. Or also, this is including a group of people who uh, are willing to cut off genitalia just to make sure their house is safe. Yeah. So like, I think just smashing a bone and eating it's kind of like, eh. wait a minute. Does that make him a Volcel? I mean, it's also mage. They probably could grow it back. Yeah. I like to think that he just kept on keeping on. You know, good for him. Either way. Mm. I don't care about the situation for Tremere's penis, so let's move on. Look, I'm pretty sure Tremere's top. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Daddy usually is top. Yeah. Um... (laughs) 
Yeah. So when they woke up from the ritual, they found out they had become vampires and had lost their avatars and humanity. So womp, just like, no, so this was, <laughs> understandably, everyone was mad except Gortrix, who knew that this was going to happen. Uh, Calderon, one of the seven, uh, tried to punch Gortrix to death, <laughs> but it was stopped by Tremere. Everything could just have been punch. solved if you would have let it happen. <laughs> right? Just let the twink die. It'll be fine. Gortrix almost dies so many times. To, to punching. <laughs> or fire. <laughs> I'm uh, just saying right now. Right he almost dies to punching. Yeah. I just love that. I just love that. It, just also, wizard fights, always hilarious. It, right? It makes me think of the, the anime treatment for Tyvar in the new magic set. Just like the violent brawler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It makes so me so angry. It makes me more think of when in high school the two kids who played magic would fight. Oh yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. It's Those like they're hard. hurting each other, but it's also the least impressive thing you've ever seen. Right. Well, that would have been the case in like the 2000s, the 2010s. Nerds are like actually going to the fucking gym now, so that's a coin flip of whether that fight is going to be quick or not. That's fair. I haven't. I, I also was talking about high schoolers. But yeah, that's fair. I think it also depends on which magic players, though. Yeah. Because like I had some friends who were magic players that were definitely like, homie, don't ever try to fight someone and then i had a couple of friends who played magic who were scrawny and like you know not someone you'd think and then they were scrappy little fuckers i was about to say i think the venn diagram between uh magic players that can fight and magic players that put on deodorant are just a straight line no definitely <laughs> sure not. it's like if they put on deodorant they could probably scrap um mm-hmm. no i know i knew a lot of dorky kids who played magic the most, the scariest ones played magic, drank uh, NOS energy drink, and were into BMX and Limp Biscuit. And that guy, that guy does not um, wear deodorant. That, he could that, probably fight. That yeah, man sprays himself. Fuck. Right. That man sprays himself down an axe body spray and is like, I did it. Yeah, I showered. If I touch my butthole, it's gay. <laughs> Dude, have you heard this song about the uh, hot dog flavored water? Oh my God. Anyhow. So, funnily enough, during all of this, the Order of Hermes had a lot of questions, but Tremere's just kind of like, nah, it's fine. Don't worry about it. We're cool. <laughs> because this is like... The Order of Hermes is like, uh, guys... Hey, why are you guys this, in the mountains? Like, what's going might, on? Th- this seems not so great. You're, uh, why are all your reports coming in at night? <laughs> I will also say the one thing that I'm disappointed every time I read this Tremere thing is I'm mm. like, they had a DIY project. They had an R&D they fucked it up, and they're like, ah, close enough, and they never tried again. They never were like, what if we actually made me? Well, well they didn't completely fuck up. Like Gortrix said, he knew that was going to happen, and he yeah. had him do it anyway. Gortrix had a plan. But yeah, so in 1037, we have the official formation of the pyramid, because Tremere's like, hey, so I woke up. The plan didn't go what I wanted, but I have this new, cool new thing I can do. I think I can make this work. And there's also the threat that all of your top men are now these weird vampires. Even if you tried again, the best result is now you're creating more powerful people who are supposed to be underneath you. Yeah. yeah. And that's that's a no good. So Tremere called all of the, the Council of Seven. Uh, he blood bound them to himself by force <laughs> and then put himself on top of the new hierarchy as their primus, which is a mage term yeah. for the head of a tradition. And this is the basis of the hierarchy and the official start for thaumaturgy. Neat. It's just like, hey, drink this. Uh, We're best friends now, and I'm also your boss. So uh, doing all of this has unfortunately started a conflict with the Zemitsi uh, known as the Omen War. Because Zemitsi's like, hey, so they're committing crimes and killed our own, and we're pissed and get out of my yard. All Uh, are very valid. Yeah, most Mm -hmm. of this conflict happens around uh, in and around Transylvania. 
And this conflict expands once the truth about gargoyles happens. So then the Nosferatu and the gang girl get involved around like 1125. Everybody starts getting pissy. Yeah, because, you know, when you start uh, taking people off the street and then throwing them into cauldrons of vampire soup to make them brainwashed slaves and uh, stormtroopers, yeah, people tend to get pissed. Yeah, when you do people alchemy... A little bit fucking weird. If you want more information about gargoyles, we've already done that episode. Go check that out. Mm-hmm. That's true. It is true. Uh, yeah. And then, because, you know, Tremere is not busy enough with the Omen Wars and starting a whole new school of magic, uh, he goes on a Diablo road trip. Of course he does. Uh, shockingly, other vampires did not like this this little group of upstarts that are just mages in a vampire trench coat. Wait, hold shockingly, on. Shockingly. Yeah, what? Right? Why, why wouldn't they? Why wouldn't the, you know, the Camarilla, even before it was the Camarilla, really loved, like, new people moving up and their established yeah. power structures yeah. changing. Yeah, a lot of, just, yeah, the, because uh, these new little nerdy vampires didn't have a proper antediluvian and didn't come from Daddy Kane and were basically just as kind of like, Hey, Zamitsi, uh, you have this little bloodline that's annoying and kind of dangerous. Could you just fucking get, stop that? Don't do something with Don't that. Don't just, ugh, Stop gross. it. Do a better flesh magic. Kill it. Yeah. But over this time, uh, Tremere discovered more history about Cain and the practice of Diablery. So it took him a hot minute, but they figured out Diablery. <laughs> and between 1126 and 1133, Tremere and Etrius went on a kill-crazy rampage, gobbling up Methuselahs. Eventually, they decided to include the rest of the council. But yeah, Etrius <laughs> got his daddy time with a road trip to go just eat souls. Well, good job, Was it buddy. horny or just powery? Both. Okay. I think that with with guys like this, it's it's both no matter what. Yeah. So, you know, good for them. So is Tremere just shitty Aleister Crowley? Yes. Okay. If I Aleister Crowley was everything that Aleister Crowley wanted to be. Yes. Tremere, so. Tremere's technically the success, more successful Aleister Crowley, I would say. Yes. Yeah. Yes, but I say shitty because he was successful. Yeah. It's not really a good time. <laughs> He's shitty in the fact that it's like, no, he actually did all the terrible things he wanted to do. Exactly. And you're just like, oh, no. Mm-hmm. Yeah, speaking of all the terrible things, there is now the big sip time. So uh, Tremere, Etrius, and the gang uh, have powered themselves up on the power of Methuselahs that they've eaten. And then they're just like, hey, if we want to become a proper clan and be accepted in our society, we need to deoperize an antediluvian. Uh, there was some debate on which antediluvian to go for. Set was on the list. Hmm. They went with Saulot. I Honestly, that's probably for the best. Consider well, and also tying into the plot of the meta plot with uh, the remember the question from the the Malkavian episode. Mm-hmm. Yes, Set, Saulot, and Malkov were mm-hmm. buddies. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm just kind of like ah, themes. They're cycling again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and potentially brothers, I believe. The mm-hmm. three of them. Yeah, potentially. Potentially. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, I yeah. breathe. I breathe in a dog hair. I'm so sorry. Wait a second. There you go. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, 11:33, Tremere finds Saulot's tomb in the Anatolian desert. For those who do not know, that is Turkey. Also, Turkey's going through it. So, if you could donate some money right now, that would be cool. Mm-hmm. Earthquakes are terrible. Anyways, uh, Saulot was weirdly chill about being sipped to death. Uh, it might be a plan of his. I don't know, but uh. Tremere, uh, upon consuming Salat, uh, sprouted a third eye on their forehead and then began to fall into periods of torpor, which started, like, occasionally and then over time just became longer, longer, longer. and longer until that just kind of, he, he's just... just more down than up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that gives 
such the energy of just like Salah just being like, you've triggered my trap card. And it's just like rapidly hitting system reset on Tremere on the inside, just off on, off on, off on. I like the idea on. of it being like, you know, everybody has that friend that you're like, you can be pretty high energy. You go to their house and they're just so chill that eventually you're like, well, I'm chill and kind of tired. Mm-hmm. I feel like Salat's that friend, and then you just put that friend inside your brain. <laughs> yeah. Um, Tremere, big air quotes, at this point in time, orders Goratrix to handle clan business in France, and this really pisses off Goratrix. Mm. Uh, it's almost like he's like, no, you're my boyfriend. Why am I being told to go away? <laughs> just, I'm, 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 I'm like this. Just, just full brat. Uh, also, uh, it is dangerous if you were in Tremere to uh, be like, hey, so I think Tremere might have been taken over by Salon. You will be uh, quietly sent to Vienna. <laughs> It'd be like, uh, are we sure? Uh, are sure head, you... head clan daddy's acting a little weird. Oh, you that's a dissonance. Shit? Bye. Nah, that's a, that's a paddling. Uh, with the rise of Tremere as a low clan at this point, uh, the work to eliminate the rest of clan salubri begins. Good job, guys. More Thanks. reason to hate them. Good job, guys. I have, I have my own fan theory about what's happening here, but I'll Ooh. save that for our salubri episode. Hell yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah. Major events that continue on, because we are still trucking in the Dark Ages, guy friends. <laughs> mm-hmm. So we got the Masasa War. So in 1202, the Order of Hermes finally figures out what the fuck House Tremere's been doing. It took them so long. <laughs> it did. 200 years. It's fine. It's fine. We're magic and we're magi. Yeah, we're, we promise. It, yeah, it's kind, of, it's kind of silly. Like, you are you are mages. How are you not sensing the disturbance of the force? Yeah, like, what are you doing, man? Well, they were also fighting their own bullshit. Yeah. Right. Uh, Early mm-hmm. mage history, even though we talked about them being like, they did not. They weren't all buddy chummy with each other. Because again, so. they. Uh, I don't remember exactly when it starts happening. The Order of Hermes will also have another problem coming up soon. Yeah, I, that does come up. <laughs> uh, yep. So yeah, the Order of Hermes is finally like, hey, the fuck? Why are you doing that? And they sentence the entire House Tremere to death for doing the vampire thing. But that's okay. They're just like, nope. Uh, this conflict will continue for a few decades, and then it kind of like peters out, but it's never officially called off, so it's still technically on site between the Order of Hermes people and any Tremere. Hmm. Oh my god, because they are correspondence mages, I I want STs to just have, anytime somebody's playing a Tremere, correspondence is place to place. Uh, just anytime it happens, just you can just have a Tremere walking around and just a fucking, somebody just look at him and go... And then the Tremere's just moved somewhere just because fuck them. Yeah, if you really just want to fuck with your Tremere, just have them suddenly go from one place to another, don't explain it, and then just have some guy in Tweed giggle and leave. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just be like, do you have celerity, and can you roll that and a notice check? Tremere was celerity. That's horrifying. Anyways, uh, while the Tremere were uh, reviled across Europe... Uh, the clan made impressive strides in the courts uh, with the guidance of Merlinda. Merlinda is the only woman Tremere deemed worthy of studying high magics. <laughs> yeah. Womp, womp. Yep. This is this is old school misogyny where you know it's like women are like legit lesser beings and like aberrant of men and and there's also a lot of sexism involved in that school of magic because you know women are vessels for magic but we cannot wield or use mat. It's very fucked up. Which. 
that is doubly fucked up because there's another woman mm-hmm. that is the only reason you have your shock troopers yep. Verstania, and it's still like, no, nah, you don't get high magic. Just be in there with your weird genetic pit bulls. Have fun with that. Fuck you. Yeah, we gave her a hobby. Yeah. Yes. So enjoy your goop. <laughs> That she puts in but yeah, so in 1394, Merlinda and Hardstadt, the first one, Daddy Hardstadt with the hat. Yeah. Yes. The first hat. The first hat. Hardstadt, the first hat, proposed the concept of the Camarilla. So those two were working together and being like, okay, we have to get these fuckers in line and organized because that's not how a society works. Um, unfortunately for uh, Merlinda, uh, a lot of her planning gets at attributed to Etrius because you know a woman can't be making big moves like this because you know well, we you, have small brains in the womb that moves you literally cannot propose a a, a woman idea to Harstadt the first you know how that would work well the thing is like her and Harstadt did work together oh, yeah so her and Harstadt did work together great that was fine but in like public social interactions mm-hmm. like basically Etrius got all the credit <laughs> so quick question here yes. we we kind of skimmed over it Tremere has made an alliance with the Ventru against the Mitzi. Yeah, that does happen why, around this time. I don't remember. Why do Ventru care? Uh, basically, other than like you have land, I want it. Yes, I want to rule the land. Yeah, basically, it, uh, the Ventru. Um, at this, like power yeah, basically, yeah, basically, the Ventru kind of correspond a lot with Western European politics, mm. and the Zemitsi correspond to a lot of that. Uh, uh, Eastern European bloc that's, you know, uh, Romania yeah. uh, into like Turkey, Greece, that kind of area where it's like a little Eastern centric. And you get a lot of cultural classes, clashes between Eastern and Western Europe in this time period due to like uh, beliefs in like interpretations of Christianity and just, you know, rich people with horses and money fighting each other because I need my castle to be bigger. Right. It, it, it's pretty much kind of a racism. Like, it's just like, oh, well, this one might be a usurper, but it's my shade of white versus the other not fully shade of white. Well, this is the time period where that that starts to kind of coalesce because white as a concept really isn't a thing yet. Mm. Yeah. That, and I believe that those the meats other than Gangrel just have the most land. North America hasn't really been... Yeah, North America's not been cracked yet, so they just have these huge swaths of land that are in the way between Western Europe and... And then getting to like the money trade goods in the Orient. Gotcha. Okay. So, so there's it wasn't that problem. even like a clan. A, we have a problem with each other as much as a you're in the way of like something that I really really want. They're just like, Plus, look, I want to be in charge of everything, and then the Samitsis are like, I'm in charge of this thing. It is. It's and mine. I, it's yeah. mine. <laughs> and I also have land magic. Yeah. You yeah. Have fun trying to take it from me. Yeah. Right. You can't. You literally cannot evict me if I am the ground. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna get him out. Shit, yeah, the and it, yeah, the and it, it also corresponds with because uh, the Ventru at this point are tied in with the Habsburgs, I think, because this is like the Austrian Ventrus mm. and all of that kind of Holy Roman Empire. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. Either way. Uh, cool. Yeah, so that's what's going on with that. Yeah, and the Tremere and the Ventru kind of have this on again, off again, like working alliance thing. Because Venture just like, you guys are useful, but you don't want to take my hat. And the Venture just, uh, yeah, the Venture like, look, I like my hat. I like being in charge. I'm, I'm, I'm top. And Shamir just like, 
sure cool whatever i have have this cool triangle hat so like look i got robes (laughs) and incense and magic and bitches i don't care it's fine (laughs) if you want to call yourself the top like okay fine that's that's fine we love being the power behind like (laughs) just fucking go for it yep yep uh so while the clan suffered suffered a lot of losses during the inquisition much like everybody else shockingly when the church is hunting for witches and demon magic the the witches and the demon magic havers tend to get caught and burnt up really mm-hmm. weird how yeah, that works that is strange uh gortrix uh whilst in france decided to corrupt the knights templar for his own purposes mostly money goons and a spite plot against uh etrius to overthrow him good <laughs> I-, I love that <laughs> why are you this team is... twink <laughs> why are you... i'm just saying Look like that him. wasn't necessarily i'm on the team i'm just saying like oh that, yeah that's good great yeah. Yeah, just okay. go uh, do that yeah. okay sarcastic yeah i got sent off to france and then you've been running around with daddy doing, i don't like it i wanted to go on the road trip right me i wanted to go on the big sip road trip the car was big enough for the three of us basically yeah no you aren't did you yeah. see him he's a bear Edris is huge he's yeah. a big he's a big lad i have a script that we haven't used yet mm. um that this ties a lot into um, next time I do a poll for one of my episodes, I'll throw it on there. But um, the original sec, the original Inquisition that the uh, Second Inquisition is based off ties into this moment specifically, very big. Mm-hmm. This is one of the major um, events that basically causes the Inquisition is a Holy Knights being turned into vampires and ghouls. Yeah. Who'd have thought? Who'd have thought? Oopsie poodle. Uh, Who'd have thought that would really trigger the church? Yeah. So this plan doesn't go well for Gortrix because the Templars get excommunicated from the church. So like all of that power base Oof, gone. gone. Yeah. And a lot of the Templars get uh, executed. So oops. The <laughs> land, money, and goons. Gone. <laughs> uh, and during all of this, uh, Tremere wakes up. He's pissed. Uh, he recognizes the fuckery, which he realizes a combination of Gortrix doing manipulation bullshit. And also he's like, I didn't tell Gortrix to go. Oh. Fuck. Yeah. I gotta fix this. Shit. Shit, 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 shit. Fuck. Mm, maybe uh, Salot got a hand in your ass, bitch. He's like, no, no, no. I'm I'm in charge. And also Gortrix stopped being a brat. <laughs> like, I'm into it, but I need you to fucking stop. <laughs> Not right now. Yeah. Uh, so he puts Gortrix on trial in Sierras, uh, which is, you know, the, the the cool chantry they made by cutting off Gortrix's dick. Nice. Uh, they're like, so we're going back to your dick castle and to charge you with crimes against the clan. <laughs> uh, with his rank stripped from him, Gortrix flees to the east because he's like, oh, fuck. They took my rank. They, they took my badge and my gun. They're going to fucking execute me. Dad's pissed. I'm t- gone. <laughs> fuck this. And he goes into hiding. Uh, Etrius moves uh, the retorpered Tremere because after the trial, Tremere just conks out again because that's what he does. And they go to Vienna, which is the, where the their, their new headquarters is because they're like, okay, we need to get out of the, the Zemitsi zone. Mm-hmm. We oh, have this really... Time. Yeah, we have this really cool alliance with the Ventru and uh, we can just kind of vibe in Austria. So that's what they do. Now we're at the Convention of Thorns. Jesus Christ. Yeah, we, uh, if you... Yeah, he had one of those. <sighs> yeah, he did. But if uh, you want to learn more about the Convention of Thorns that we don't talk about here, it's included in our Vampire 101 and 201 series. Yeah, we, we go over it briefly. I can do a deep dive on this because it's a whole multi-day big event in the canon um, that if you ever want to roleplay parts of it, it's really interesting. I think, um... I think the Giovanni Chronicles goes over that too. Uh, just a random idea mm. that could be fun. Um, but after we finish up our clans, 
Um, if we don't do werewolf uh, tribes, we could do event deep dives too. I'm, I am hoping that we can do event deep dives mixed in with the clan episodes to be like, okay, hey, here's Convention of Thorns more in depth. Here's Convention of Prague. And, and if there's things that listeners are like, hey, I would like you guys to go more into detail on this character or event. I am happy to do that, especially now that we've gone through the basics of a character sheet and what all the fuck that means. So. Yeah. We also just need to see how the reception to Werewolf is this summer. Yeah. yeah hopefully we'll it goes see. well. Yeah. Um, also, the player's guide might have some new shit. So. That's true. Mm-hmm. All right. So We're Convention of Thorns. Convention of Thorns. Mm-hmm. We got it. We got to keep rolling. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Tremere have gained acceptance into the Camarilla through a two-pronged thing, even though they were the ones that fucking basically came up with the Camarilla. <laughs> the first part is cursing the Bana Hakim. The Camarilla, uh, there was a rough organization of the Camarilla before the Convention of Thorns. Yeah. Uh, and there's a pseudo. This, this rough Camarilla called a blood hunt against the Bana Hakim. Uh, and the Bana Hakim worked with the Anarchs during the Anarch Revolts as retribution for the Crusades. This, like, literal open war went on for about a decade. Yeah. Of just fucking sniping and just, it's really cool and badass. I don't have time. During all of this, there was what is called the Great Lie, where Etrius led a political campaign against the Asamites, as they were vicious killers and diablerists. So this this is where uh, the rumor of them being diablerists starts. This is where it gets very highly propagated. That there is traces of the the Bana Hakim being diablerists, even tracing all the way back to Carthage in ancient Rome times, because the the Bana Hakim and the Bruja worked together in Carthage. But but. It- this was the smear campaign version. This, where it's this like, is the oh, active. No, they're all. Yeah, and this might boilerplate very nicely onto the the Christian and Muslim uh, conflicts happening this time on the Iberian Peninsula with Spain and the Moors and yeah. all of that. That's where we are in the history timeline. <laughs> this was the the actual smear campaign. All Asamites are bastards. Yes, <laughs> they're not all bad, or they're not all any worse than any other vampire. No, of course, uh, though there are some where I'm just like. Ugh. Yeah. You might have earned that title, but anywho, uh, the once things settled down and enough for a for truce, time and alliances, and all of that to form at the Convention of Thorns, the Bana Hakim were invited to become part of the Camarilla. They declined as part of uh, maintaining uh, their independence. They had to part of the. Uh, there's two treaties. There's the actual Convention of Florence, and then there's the Treaty of Tyre. I'll get into that yeah. when we get into the Bonahakim more in detail. But the the Convention of Thorns uh, stipulates that for them to maintain their independence, uh, they have to limit the act of Diablery to themselves and anybody who's not part of the Camarilla. So technically, if you're part of the Camarilla, you are a Diablery free from the Bonahakim. You got that gold card. To lock this deal in, the Tremere performed a ritual that barred them from consuming kindred vitae. That was the old clan bane for the Bana Hakim. You could literally, if you caught one, pour your vitae into them because every point of blood would cause ag damage. So you to, could just kill them. Yeah, yeah, you could just waterboard them with vitae until they burnt from the inside out. Brutal. Super brutal. Yeah, so there's that. And understandably, the Bana Hakim have been pissed because they're like, Cool, you did you did a cultural racism xenophobia thing against us, and then gave us this really fucked up curse that like completely fucked us for yeah. centuries. We didn't yeah. want to deal. We didn't want to join your boys' club. We just politely declined, and you guys went fuck you. Yeah, basically, it's like okay, cool. You don't have to be part of our thing. By the way, fucking Neil, because yeah. you know 
Europeans. Wonder why they're so sturvy in the 90s. Yeah, so uh, the second prong of the joining the Camarilla is handling the Anarchs and the Sabbat. Uh, this came into a couple of parts. One of them is branding their own anti-tribute because a faction that followed Goratrix uh, sided with the Anarchs and also became the Sabbat-leaning Tremere. Mm-hmm. Uh, the council performed a ritual like the Council of Seven did the first ritual where it marked any Tremere who partook in Vivaldry. Uh, basically, yeah, if you did the Sabbat ritual of the Valdry group blood binding that would break your blood bindings to the clan, uh, you would get like a magic mark. Usually it was like a T on your forehead, some sort of like scarlet letter thing hmm. so that other Tremere could go, oh, you did the bad sip and narc on you and you would be exterminated. <laughs> oh, you did the bad sip. You decided to break our bullshit. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is noted, I noted last episode, but in modern times, and by that I mean it was about the 90s, mm-hmm. um, they maybe privately stop caring about that as much, even if they don't publicly. Yeah, um, there's, of, there's a fun note about that. Part of, Okay, because I say part of their whole, like, I am signing and agreeing to this statement is saying, I will not interfere with Tremere, any of them. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, so while the Venture of the Torridor often are credited with forming the Camarilla, uh, Hardly a move is done without the Tremere doing the dirty work, uh, particularly in strikes against the Sabat and other enemies. So, yeah, if you want shit done and you want it done efficiently, it is the Tremere doing it, which might be also adding to the why everybody's like, fuck the Tremere. Because, I mean, if you're like the, the dirty work guy that's doing all the shit nobody likes. If you're the Raytheon knife missile holder. Yeah, if you're the Raytheon knife missile People tend to not like you. People tend to not like you. Yeah. 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 So taking on these two th- these things basically allowed the Tremere to be elevated enough to be a pillar of the Camarilla. Oh, look. High clan now. Good boy. Not high clan. Just in. <laughs> <laughs> You're, we'll let them in. Fine. Hmm. Uh, though they do eventually become a high clan over the yeah. centuries. Uh, and uh, yeah, as Europe colonized and spread across the world, so too the Tremere. Uh, the clan used their uh, combat and political expertise to spread the pyramid following these uh, uh, paths of exploration is a way to put it nicely. <laughs> uh, but they never got much of a foothold in Asia or Africa, despite having delegates assigned to these regions. So good. Yeah, it kind of it kind of apes the prevalence of occult thought in various parts of the world since you know western occult thought never got too strong of a foothold in parts of africa and like southeast asia just never really happened they, yeah just never they really had happened. those those areas have their own traditions that were yeah. very uh, very uh, very in, well ingrained yeah in, in, and thankfully have maintained so like yeah, that's cool. cool i'm i'm blanking and i can't remember the term mm. it's the it's the um, religious um, aspect where you look at everything having its own soul. It's like a whole tree of religions. Yeah. But I can't remember the word for it. And it's generally... Animism. Yeah, animism. Essentially, yeah. both those cultures are very animistic. Mm-hmm. And um, the uh, Tremere and a lot of Western occultism isn't. Mm-hmm. And that is such a dividing line that I think a lot of those just can't coexist. No. When mm-hmm. you're like... Oh, we're gonna burn this tree down to use its energy to do this or whatever, and then because it's got the symbolic properties, and then the the more animistic people are just like, but that that tree has, it's a friend. Yeah, it doesn't have symbolic energies. It is the energy. It is is the the energy. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I am the tree, and the tree is me. Anyways, uh, yeah. So, uh, what really kind of more ended up being the powerhouse and how the Tremere became basically low key the most powerful clan within the Camarilla is. The rise of the Enlightenment, the Scientific Revolution, and the Industrial Revolution. The clan makes fucking bank. 
off of all of this because this is kind of where they've niched themselves. Um, this uh, ties between the clan and uh, science and industry has led to some mages to theorize that the Tremere might have been a plot by the technocracy the whole time. Hmm. Also, one thing, this is a side, little side note, but the one of the big things about that time period is mm-hmm. that the public conception of what magic is and what science is is changing so much. It is turning in the hands of the technocracy, but the Tremere themselves have already removed themselves from that paradigm. You know, you don't have to believe the common man doesn't have to believe that it's possible or whatever for blood magic to work for blood magic to work. It's always Mm. just blood magic. Um, and it's not influenced by consensus reality. So they're probably just thriving because all the other mages are getting fucked up by the change in opinions where they're like, well, we're still just doing blood magic. Yeah. Yeah. This was the establishing point of the techno. We're not going to go into it, but the technocracy were starting earlier. They were starting there. Like, "Eh, it's science a little bit earlier. This is when they were like, ha ha we're winning. Yeah. Well, you get the flip of, uh, scientific methods and thought where you have you know isaac newton who's like created calculus but also is doing alchemy and weird shit in an attic by himself to uh you know action you know actual science stuff so you have darwin and fermi and all that shit don't have time to get into that but that's what's going on so where 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 science and the occult tend to do well the tremere also do well uh House Gortrix does uh, step out of the shadows of Eastern Europe as the Sabbat side of the clan in the 1700s. So, which has a fun mapping along with uh, secret occult societies starting to form during the Enlightenment period where you get your Hellfire societies and Skull and Bones and all that kind of stuff. So, fun! Uh, the rise of spiritualism and occultism in the 1800s uh, allowed the Tremere to work and network uh, more openly because, you know, so high society people were just like, oh yes, I love being in these little secret societies with my Ouija boards and our, you know, uh, mystical order of the golden dawn and all of that. And then Shamir just like, Oh, I can just map onto this and like speculate for new recruits and, or steal these rich people's money for my own benefit. Hmm. Uh, so that's, you know, fun, small note, uh, for the Americas, the Tremere benefited off of both sides of the American civil war. I feel like all vampires that, uh, did because like Gangrel did, Vincent yeah. did so far. Here's the here's the fun note. Uh, there were high ranking Tremere who were slave owning elders and regents and had like plantations and all of that. Uh, there were also a lot of lower ranking uh, Unionist Tremere who used things like Sherman's March to scorched earth their way up the pyramid. No, that makes sense. And I'm just kind of like, no. those guys get a hell yeah. It's like no, fuck that, yeah. I mean, yes, good times. Now, was that because they had good morals or they were just like, well, here's how I advance? No, that's, it was Both. definitely the second. <laughs> they're, no, they're it, was, vam- it was definitely the second. They're vampires. I don't know if good morals almost ever comes into it. <laughs> yeah. Like, the closest we've got is, like, the Malkavians being like, we just want to hang out in our mental asylum. And all the other vampires going, no, burn it. Yeah. <laughs> that's about the closest to, like, good morals was them trying to, like, well, we're just going to take care of ourselves. We're just going to vibe in our own lane. It is what it is. No. Well, that, and then there was also the the the, the Malkavians that just looked at the world wars and went, mm, "Bad times." We're just gonna. Yeah. Speaking of the world wars, we're at that part of the script, fam. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So, How many Nazis? So okay, before before you guys look and read this, I I want your I want your underpinnings. Uh, how how far into the cause and effect of World War One and World War Two do you think the Tremere were? I already read it. You did you? Okay. Well, yeah, you can. Yeah, it was trish. at the top of the page. Yeah, that's okay. Well, what were your perceived 
thoughts. I just, I just think confused. fuck the Tremere. So like, I don't. <laughs> You're like regardless clearly of where they did, regardless <laughs> of what they did, it was shitty. Yes. So yeah, I would think that okay, if we're taking a step back and looking mm-hmm. at both organizations here, yes, they kind of have some similarities. Yeah. I'll go ahead and say that louder for the mic. They kind of have some similarities. Ah. And so I would not be all that surprised if I hadn't read this top of the page here. Mm-hmm. Um, if <laughs> it was like Nazis. Oh, yeah, that was totally a Tremere idea. So from what I know about World War II history, I had a very awkward moment recently. I've been listening to the history of Christian magic in my free time. Yeah, I and- do. The problem is a lot of that gets that turns into like Nazi Christian identity white supremacist stuff. So yep. very awkward trying to listen to that in the car and being like, I'm in the drive through. Time to pause that <laughs> and, and flip what my screen's looking at. Um, yeah, it doesn't help that you were one of the most Aryan looking motherfucker friends I have. Yeah. Boy. Um, <laughs> but uh, the thing I would say about the Tremere versus the Nazis is that the tr- if the Tremere are nothing else, they are efficient and successful. And all of Hitler's attempts at the occult, I think in World of Darkness, if not just real life, um, were pretty pathetic. Yeah. Didn't really work out. So I feel like it probably wasn't them, just because I feel like things may have been a lot worse if the Tremere were really behind <laughs> that. Um, whereas, from my understanding, too, I know we talked about before, I think a lot of Supernatural is just kind of like, oh, the humans are being fucked. We gotta go. <laughs> Yeah. If we're being realistic, I think that Tremere probably wouldn't have like started, but totally would have like benefited from slash like encouraged. Yeah. So uh, in the canon, Nazi occultism. Oh, did you want to give your bit? Yeah, I was about to say. I'm so sorry. I did read a little bit, but I'm just like context clues. I'm like the Nazis magic wasn't that effective. So I have to assume the Tremere weren't involved that much because like. You would assume their occultism would be a little more effect. Yeah, would be a little more effective. Yeah, like, so eh. that'd be the thought process. That I've, it wouldn't be as much like. Unfortunately, I feel like wiggles. some of the Nazi occultism was quite effective. Their use of symbols and like symbols are not that far from sigils. Um, pretty effective. That's more propaganda than magic. Yeah. What's the difference? You're yeah. changing reality. Well, in world of darkness world. again. Yeah. What's the difference? You're changing reality to your will. Yeah, that's, yeah, not, yeah. that's not a super Tremere type of ritual, though. I mean, branding. it could be, but yeah. I could see other mage magic seas. Yeah, uh, Nazi occultism. Not actually the Tremere's fault. Yeah, <laughs> it gets blamed because you know a lot of people are like, well, I mean, there's chantries in Vienna. Mm-hmm. Nazis started by Hitler, and he was actually, and they like they're in the ballpark. Uh, yeah, so the Tremere admit to conning both sides of the conflict for their own benefit, uh, but Nazi mysticism and racial hierarchies was a moral creation, which I really appreciate that the authors and the writers for the team were just like, hey, so this is very evil and fucked up and we don't want to make this seem cool or badass or take away from the depravity of the situation at all, so we're just going to leave that as a, sometimes humans are fucked up. And I'm like, yep. And the book had one of my favorite quotes about the situation. What surprised Kindred most about the wars was the total destructiveness and brutality involved. Gases, artillery, bombers, and finally, Split the Atom proved once and for all that the might of Kindred could not match the sheer destructive power available to mortal innovators. Tremere revised, page 22. 
That might be foreshadowing for later, but we're not there yet. I we think we already got that on the Eurysis fragment where it's just like, oh, no, it's fine. The the kind aren't going to be a problem. They're definitely not going to harness the power of the sun. Yeah. So uh, we have the rest of the 20th century to get through. So the horrors of World War II and the Atomic Age pushed the clan to pivot from uh, being these kind of like girl boss uh, pussy puts the house down, just like I got to get my grind set on to being like, oh, I have to shepherd humanity or they're going to blow us the, all the fuck up. So they kind of just became these like secret guides of humanity and already having been placed, already having placed themselves in social structures through all of their occult mysticism bullshit made it easy for them to be like, okay, I can get into these back rooms and just pivot these dumb fucks just enough so they don't blow us all the fuck up. When was, yeah. when did the like conspiracy theories, this is, I guess, mostly mm -hmm. for you, Hunter. Um, when did the conspiracy theories of the Illuminati start like really taking hold in America? In America, that, that's tough because there's multiple Illuminati conspiracies that have kind of formed into one terrifying, uh, like Hydra of a beast. Mm -hmm. But, um, when they really took hold in America was, I believe, like early, like printing press era around the same time, like the alma early almanacs were getting printed. Mm -hmm. okay. I believe there's some that around then. I need to check my notes for another thing yeah. I'm doing. But I believe there was like at the time there were some weird books and pamphlets being passed around blaming um, like European influence people they called Illuminati at the time. That yeah. was one of the Un big first American ones. Okay. Yeah, unfortunately, a lot of Illuminati conspiracy theorems maps on to anti-Semitism well, things. Yeah. So separating cleanly like a Illuminati conspiracy theory from things like the Protocols of the Elders of Zion kind of shit is just really difficult because they're kind of the same fucking tract, mm. unfortunately. I mean, unfortunately, that's kind of just all conspiracies. At some point, it... um. Uh, I was actually reading, uh, I've been reading some Robert Anton Wilson recently, and one mm -hmm. of the things he states is that for a conspiracy to be a conspiracy, it has to be blamed on a single group of fungible people, be they the Jews. It's not one family of Jews, it is all of the yeah, Jews. It's it, all. Is, it is fungible across that group of people that any of them can be included in it for the most part. Whereas if you have a conspiracy theory that is not one specific group but can be inherent to everyone, that is just an original thin sin theory. Whereas like all Christianity can be like all humans are bad because we have original sin in us. It's very similar. It that's the difference there is that for a conspiracy to really like catch on, you have to have a group of people that you can point to and when you prove that even if you can prove that one person isn't involved in it you can still move it to other people in that group right. and so unfortunately it generally gets pushed on the jews yeah. or or other similar ethnic yeah groups. and there's like a lot of unfortunate ties especially now that we're in the plot point we're talking about the cold war um there was uh the uh the the, the fucking oh my god the, the cultural Bolshevism claims that were used in America's and with the Nazis to uh, smear communist. Uh, unfortunately, a lot of that was tied into anti-Semitism because, you know, there's a lot of Jewish folks in Eastern Europe and because of labor movements and organizations did tie in with a lot of like Jewish industry guild workers and craftsmen and banking and stuff like that. So that all got tied in. 
with that kind of stuff. So anytime people are like, cultural Marxism, that's cultural Bolshevism. It's the same bullshit, guys. Yeah. And uh, unfortunately, that does kind of tie in with this, because then the Tremere were just like, okay, racism's fucking stupid. I'll use this to my advantage to keep you guys from blowing each other the fuck up. Yeah. Because I can't keep working if we're all dead. So, yeah. Um, things in game that you can use for skills in real life to but be yeah. like, hey, hey, yeah. maybe learning how these stories are written and why they're written and who's writing them is an important skill to have for media literacy so we can all, like, not blow each other the fuck up. It's a very Tremere thing to say. I know. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, <laughs> speaking of Tremere continuing to pursue science and enlightenment uh, as technology has advanced greatly over the 20th and 21st centuries, the Tremere also continued following in on that and have added in the technical aspects of the world into their practices going into the digital age. So they are doing like cyber magic, hmm. which I think is really fucking cool and does get very shadow run, which is like hella dope. Yeah. And, you know, you can also get into uh, the thought processes of the magic powers of like memes and symbols and how that maps on into technology and mm-hmm. transhumanism and shit like that. I think that's all super fucking neat, but we don't have time to get into it right now. What we do have time for is worm time. Oh no. We're at worm time, baby. Would you still listen to our podcast? If I was a worm. <laughs> Literally Tremere just, would you guys still like me if I was a worm? The answer oh, is no. <laughs> the answer is you shouldn't like him to begin with. All right. So, uh, rewind back to the, the, the big sip that was done in the Turkish desert in the uh, tomb of Saulat. Uh, after having done that, you remember I mentioned that uh, Tremere grew a third eye. He started mm-hmm. growing more eyes. His arms and legs started to shrink into his body. Uh, he just became this like weird mutant uh, worm person. Mouth had fallen away. And also he had become so... Uh, like magically powerful that just being around the worm form is horrifying. Like it's horrifying already body horror wise, but just the air of magic around him is so powerful that just like mortals were terrified. And even some neonates, if you happen to be in the area would just like in a very lovecrafty and like fall to your knees and awe and terror of just the cosmic force you're having to deal with. Hmm. I, I like, I, I almost attribute that feeling to like being around exposed electricity Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've ever been to like around like I don't know if you've ever been like a super high level of electricity where you mm-hmm. can just like feel it through your body. It's like every part of you is vibrating, but like mm-hmm. turn that to ten. Mm-hmm. Or if you've been to like tone and you can just kind of like feel that, and there's also like infrasound and things like that where you're just like, Ugh. no, it's like that. But if you put it in a big warm body, nice. Uh, All right. Yeah. So the worm-like Tremere entity thing has been rumored to rise from torpor to guide the clan throughout history in times of crises. Crisis eye. Uh, when Tremere consumed Saulot, it's unclear if he ever really mastered the soul of Saulot. Uh, in the old world, they left that very vague. And V5, we updated that a little bit. Yeah. Uh, Claims that Saulot manipulated Tremere into consuming him are met with great hostility, like I mentioned before. That was a big clan, like, "Mm -mm, don't say, mm -mm, if you want to (laughs) die. That's what you say. That's what you say. That is the magic, that's the magic word. Ding, ding. This is is the point that I just want to bring back the thought that uh, 
And we talked about our Malkavian episode a little bit. When uh, his brother mm-hmm. got eaten, he was like, oh, that's fine. Yeah. It's almost as if he knew what was going to happen. Right. Yeah. Just like, no, no, no. He's still he's still answering the question, guys. Just let him put it. Hold on. Hold on. He's still working. <laughs> hold on. Uh, note, uh, this is just kind of a fun little meta plot thing. So uh, there's, there's some notes that... Uh, this concept of the Tremere Worm may be a reference to the Bram Stoker novel, The Lair of the White Worm, a horror novel about an Australian that has occult misadventures at his dead great uncle's English estate. Mm-hmm. This novel is considered to be one of the worst novels ever written. <laughs> um, it's based around the folklore of the Lambton Worm, a river dragon known to terrorize the hills of County Durham in England. Oh, uh, there's also a 1988 film based off of this novel starring Hugh Grant and Peter Capaldi. We may stream this on so, the Discord. I have that big list that I always randomize mm-hmm. when we do our movie polls from, and it's been on there the entire time. Um, Waiting. What? But since it is apropos, I may throw it up for this month. Yeah. Hell yeah. If you guys want to watch Worm Time Baby. Worm Time Baby. Worm Time Baby. Uh, we could also put Galaxy of Terror on there. We could. there is a scene where a lady gets attacked. No, attacked. no, it is not attacked. It that is, is an attack. It is most assuredly an the assault. Thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it, yeah an it, assault. Is, it is an attack, but it's got a. Uh, mm. They're she very, gets out gooey. Is all I'm saying. But it's a big worm with legs. They're, legs. They're 100 in the construction of that movie. They said you want a scene with a maggot, and you want a scene with this thing happening. So and one of the is, directors just went, "We can do both." So it's basically our theme of movies this month all gonna be worm based yep oh sick all right cool mine's tremors moving on to be fair though i'm i've only finished galaxy of terror like twice and i've watched it probably like 20 times yeah it's not great all the way it's not pretty slow it has moments of like fuck yeah and then like 20 30 minutes of uh. do you like how robert england just disappears at the end of the movie he doesn't die he just goes away Hmm. there's Mm -hmm. there's no scene of his death he's just there and then he's not it's I okay. just like Sid. Sig. Oh Sid yeah. Hager? Live by the yes. di- live by the crystals. Yes. Die by the crystals. Yes. Oh, Anywho, uh, That's like four lines. So uh, continuing worm time in 1998, 1999. The timeline is argued here in between all the books I looked into, and I got tired of fuck. No one could give me a straight answer, so I just somewhere in that time. Uh, there's a big reunion in Mexico City. Mexico City is such a fool cool setting mm-hmm. for vampire the masquerade i have played in this setting mexico city is really fucking cool it's great check it out anyways continuing on so goratrix uh when he came out and had horse house goratrix re- relocated himself to mexico city for his home base with the university of the third circle of the golden serpent serpents are important in mystical thoughts because they are bringers of wisdom anyways and the ouroboros yes and the ouroboros so a lot of mystical bullshit here uh He carved his chantry into the volcanic bedrock of the city. It still exists, but it... uh, (laughs) That is a wellspring of just horrifying bullshit for your players in Mexico City if you just want to spring them on them. It's fucking great. Anyways. Tremere escaped the confines of the worm by transferring his soul to uh, nice guy Etrius. Hmm. And the Etrius Tremere travels to Mexico City. Hmm. The Etrius Tremere... Uh, meet up with Gortrix and manipulate him to take over his body. So Tremere travels across the ocean in Nice Guy Bear to go meet up with Goth Twink and then is like, hey, Goth Twink, let me in. Mm -hmm. And it's daddy, so you have to. 
Uh, there's one account that says that Tremere had bounced into Goratrix's body during the Dark Ages, but I've only found one fucking book that said that. Mm-hmm. So run with that if you want for your game, whatever. Uh, the Goratrix Tremere may have pushed Goratrix's soul out of Goratrix's body, put it into a mirror, and then destroyed it, thus destroying Goratrix, and then also sacrificed all of the Tremerian tribute that he summoned to Mexico City to absorb their power to brace for Gehenna, because Tremere knows what's coming. Yep. Yeah. So to avoid him getting summoned, go, to avoid him falling to the beckoning, he's just like hardening yes. and like yeah, he's just chrysalising himself up. Yes. We hit real hard, like, insect stuff for Tremere. Yeah. Now, there's also a, a third tract, which is Goratrix and Tremere share the possessed body together, then also sacrifice all of the Tremere to tribute <laughs> to absorb their power and to prepare for Gehenna. Mm-hmm. So we have three tracks of what the fuck happened with this nonsense, but there was a gigantic culling of Tremere, the spot Tremere. They're all gone. No. In the current canon, there are notes in the Sabbat book that there might be like seven accolades of House Goratrix floating around, but they are exterminated with prejudice by House Tremere regularly. If they can be found, Mm -hmm. kill them. Because some of the magics are doing, oh boy. But yes, also in the late 90s and early 2000s, uh, you have the free gargoyles beginning to rise up and do their own thing. And, you know, good boys. Good jobs. Good job, boys and goyles. I'm not proud of that joke. Anyways. uh, Yeah, Yeah, you shouldn't be. I should not be. saying doll hair months i have been doll hair is great doll hair is great it's classic mm-hmm. uh thaumaturgy also becomes unstable like the hermetic magics in the last millennium ha huh. good you know what's probably pretty stable still what cold on sorcery potentially if it even exists no. by the time we get to v5 no it might it still exist it still exists well, hey, it's absolutely the, still a thing that's that's the 100 thing that's gonna be great i thought we it, have a v5 companion coming out that's true we, we may find out get there we might officially get a write-up for coldonic in the new player's guide hopefully i don't know but i haven't seen anything in the v5 canon that says that caldonic sorcery does not exist there's just not rules in the raw to really run it yeah because there's the only hint that the hint i was going off was that some of the abilities from coldonic were mixed in with the regular zamit's powers Mm -hmm. as just part of the few line that they do have so far yeah that's what i was rolling that off of but me too and i think it would make about one with the land yes yeah Okay. That's originally a Kuldanic ability. Um, I thought it was like a. I thought it was vicissitude. Yeah, but there's nothing to say that blood sorcery is something that should be limited from the Zamitsi, considering mm-hmm. the Tremere based their entire art off of power that they pulled from. Yeah, yeah. that is me as a storyteller. But anyways, either way, uh, the funny haha as a thaumaturgy fucking up has uh, led to the Bon Hakim breaking the curse. Mm-hmm. yeah which is a really funny spicy scene about that in J- beckett's jihad diary that i fucking love because the tea is hot it um, is so good uh i always envision it as a bana hakeem just pissed and kicking a tremere yeah well you can do that if you want because the bana hakeem after the curses break in begin to hunt down the tremere with prejudice <laughs> i wonder why they're just good. like the chain's off sick uh <laughs> also around this time we get uh Karna breaks the blood bond that is the foundation of the structure of the pyramid through her research found in the Book of the Grave War, which she finds in the Chantry of Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. Again, the only interesting thing in Milwaukee. Milwaukee, Wisconsin is a hotbed of leftist politics, which is delightful, but God damn it, Wisconsin. Also, also, <laughs> don't forget the cheese. Also, I believe Paralysis from Milwaukee. Yeah. Oh, shit. Okay, there's a few things. We, we got it. Look, uh, uh, us Midwest 
spooky goth homies gotta like spoke like support each other yeah, yeah. we used again. to play up there all the time they have yeah. a really cool music scene this this karna scene is also again from the widow's walk series again yeah it's widow walk series it gets referenced in beckett um nope, is the uh nexus crux of uh the start of the anarch movement within the Tremere, because once she figures this out, Karna flees from the Midwest to the anarch free states, mm-hmm. and any any Tremere that are able to be like, yeah, no, nah, fuck this, I'm out, heads that way. So there's not a lot of Tremere in North America that are not like hardline uh, Tremere. So if you see a Tremere in the U.S. and you're not in the anarch free states, assume that they're going to be very intense. <laughs> Fair. Which might be a result of the fall of Vienna. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oops, poodles. Uh, so in 2008, the Second Inquisition raided the Chantry under the guise of an anti-terrorism action, specifically a counter-strike against ISIS. As we mentioned in our uh, Second Inquisition episode, this was a combination of OSCOM and ESOG with Bose agents. So we got like Brazilian forces, US, and uh, some European agents. Uh, attacking the Chantry with drones and relic-reinforced ground operations. Might have had some influence from the Society of St. Leopold. It's a whole thing. So information about the location may have been leaked by the Bana Hakim, echoing the infiltration of their secret city of Alamut roughly 500 years ago. Ha! Ha! Good. Ha! They're like, remember that thing you did like 500 years ago? You know what would be really funny? Do it again. (laughs) Mm, yeah so there's that that's exciting so what is left of tremere the council of seven and many high-ranking tremere along with centuries of tomes research and artifacts are presumed lost there are notes of well maybe so and so isn't dead but they've been captured by the second inquisition have fun with this at your table but for metaplot reasons just assume all of that gone Mm -hmm. The loss of the structure and the leadership has reduced this powerful and proud clan to pariahs and mercenaries in most cities. <laughs> Aww. Oh, so sad. So sad. <laughs> bad things do happen to bad Aww. people. <laughs> Let me go ahead and get my little violin out here. Mm. Well, it doesn't exist. Did you just? Is that a flesh violin? No, it's the tiniest violin for the okay. tiniest amount I can give a shit. <laughs> So on top of their uh, main uh, sanctum and leadership being nuked from orbit, uh, their Vitae was also broken because they technically lost their antediluvian. Again, shucks. I know Ravnos is kind of famous for this, but it's kind of the same thing. Same but different. Yeah. Because whilst uh, they're... Vitae appears to be broken because they had like the shift in the clan bane and they have, you know, the issues with binding and uh, some metaplot issues with how thaumaturgy is working. They can still wield blood sorcery. And there's actually some theories within the clan that this is good, actually, because the fracturing uh, is something that allows the clan to become more adaptable to the dangers of the Second Inquisition and Gehenna. Because they're not trapped within the pyramid structure anymore. So they're now like, oh, we can free agent now and just all of us work to like make sure we don't el- end up fucking dead. Sick. I love that. And then you got a bunch of traditionalists that are like, no, we have to follow traditions and order because that's what gotten us through this time and power. And everybody's just like, the future's now, old man. You can't be doing that shit. <laughs> no. So, you know, exciting times. <laughs> also, there is a not... Uh, I, I, I didn't note this in the script specifically because 
this is a little bit more clan salubri issue, but there is a note in the Sabbat book that within the uh, secret city, mountain city of Alamut that is owned and controlled by the Bana Hakim, that Earl Shagi is up and there's somebody working with him, a witch with a third eye. Weird. Yeah, weird that. So there's a not 0% chance that that might be Salot or more horrifying and might tie into this because there is a Sabbat ritual, blood sorcery ritual that lets you create basically a teleportation blood gate. Mm-hmm. Cool. Which means there's a not 0% chance that the Goratrix Tremere <laughs> might also be working with <laughs> Urshagi. Wild. Right? And you're just like, what the fuck is happening? My big question there is like, Urshagi. Wait, he was Bono Hakim, right? He's Bono Hakim. Okay. He's the eldest. Why is he like, yeah, I'll work with Tremere? You'd think he'd be like, yeah, I'll work with Tremere, and then punch them into the ground. Earl Shagi's thing is he is trying to cleanse the clan and the earth so that everybody can follow the laws Hakim, because Hakim was to be the judge of kindred and kind for Cain. Mm, okay. So if Cain and Gehenna is happening, mm-hmm. you need to get everything ready. Right. Okay. Fair enough. So if, you know, Gortrix Tremere are able to, like, pull a, oh, yeah, no, we don't believe in kindred, or we don't believe in human religions, because that's bullshit, and we're here to follow the laws, and da 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 If they're playing some fucking 4D chess, mm-hmm. cool. But that could also just be Salat being like, well, I mean, I'm Kane's favorite, and so, of course, I'm here. So, <laughs> who knows? Uh- <laughs> that could also just be him saying, like, yeah, you can help me out till you're not useful. Yeah, then I'll also punch that. you into the ground. Mm, just like, mm, hold on, I can wait. I can use this. Hold on. Yeah. Oh wait, you're an abomination who shouldn't exist by the own rules of Cain. All right, now I'm done with you. Right. Yeah. It's like, well, also you were created after Cain left, so you haven't been judged by Cain. So who am I to that's true decide too. if you're allowed? But all kindred are results of diablery, therefore sins. Yeah. Welcome to the circular logic of cultish bullshit. <laughs> so, uh, to bring it back down to earth a little bit. So, currently in the canon, there are four houses for Tremere. There's probably going to be fractionating of more fucking houses. If you want to make one up for your game, please go for it. I think that the four main canon houses map pretty well onto different thoughts of occult practices. We'll get into that more in the magic episode that we're doing soon. But here's the rough of this. So, we have... House Tremere. Uh, They tend to do occult magic as a closed practice within the traditional pyramid structure. They are Camry aligned and they tend to vibe with the right hand paths of magic kind of thoughts. Okay. Big pointy robes Mm -hmm. or big long robes, pointy daggers. Got to have a black handled dagger in front of your. Yeah, it's a lot of ritual and circumstance and you learn things by proving your worth and then more truth is open to you and then you have to prove it again and it's continual yeah. cycles and, right. and you know, Kabbalah, all that kind of shit. And then you have House Karna, which is more open practice and is open to other uh, mystic thoughts and stuff and Bruhira and all sorts of shit. Uh, they are Camarilla-ish. Hmm. They're currently allied with the Camarilla, but they're very anarch-leaning and are very just like, uh, well, clearly the structures around us are failing, so we should maybe look into new shit. And they tend to kind of map more onto the left-hand path kind of stuff. Uh, and then we have House Gortrix, which is uh, the basic... The, there's not a whole lot of detail to this in the canon, but what I could gather, it's basically a cult. Yeah. And they are technically Camarilla-aligned. Oh, no. Yeah. 
So they switch from being Sabat to Camarilla and they're right hand path, but they tend to follow more into shadow and trickster work and they tend to do more like dark sided kind of, uh, you know, little, little Satan, yeah. little horns. Little yeah. Devil horns. Yeah. It's, it's still closed. It's still, you know, the, the, you have to learn the rites and the rituals and all of that practicing, but they're willing to go into darker places than House Tremere generally. Gotcha. So considering what may have happened with Goratrix in Tremere, mm-hmm. um, it could almost mirror the old Sabbat though, where like there was the Sabbat and then there was like the Black Hand, which was like their elite mm-hmm. squad. It could almost be like that, where it's like, we're House Tremere, you know, we're the, you know, we're the Camarilla, we're the, we are the Tremere, as you remember them. Mm-hmm. Like, this is what we're doing. And then they're like, House Goratrix, you know, we kill them on sight. Yeah, it's very as above, so below, mirroring kind of things, which there is a little, there is a delightfully lore-dense uh, scene written between uh, Karl Schrecht, Karna, and Goratrix at the start of the Clan Tremere uh, stuff in the core book, which given all of this context now, if you go back and read it, you're just like, Karna is talking mad shit potentially to the progenitor of her clan, and you're just like, girl... Girl, what are you doing? Yeah. Fuck, Karn, she don't, shit. don't give a fuck. And then there's House Epismus, which is one I really like, but they're open practice. They're the Anarch clan, and they kind of map onto like chaos magic and very modern, like Discordianism, that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. There's basically no details for them in the raw, so you can kind of do whatever the fuck you want, which is sick. It's also appropriate for their yeah. like, thought process. Yeah, the only kind of note really about them is the way they practice instead of having uh, networks and structures. So instead of having, you know, like your your circle of coven, you don't have the pyramid structure. You don't have like a master student mm-hmm. relationship. It is more introspection and self-discovery and your will actually literally be done kind of more Grant Morrison kind of a vibe. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, fucking go nuts. Have fun. Not so much of a structure as in maybe, like, a club that gets together every once in a while and is like, hey, yo, this is the shit I've been up to. What have mm-hmm. you been up to? Yeah, do you want to, like, sip the bug blood of this guy who's on fucking Molly and then try to figure out how the fuck we're doing this ritual? And they're like, yeah. Let's go. Yeah, I got I mean... <laughs> refurbished it in 64. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah. That, that, that maps really well with the Anarchs, and mm-hmm. they're also just new. It's, like, this is very recent history, so they probably don't have much history mm-hmm. it's just the mages who are like i don't like what they're doing and i definitely don't know, like what they're doing we're just gonna go chill with the anarchs yeah. and which uh there is a note about anarch tremere in the revised book that i liked where the anarch tremere the few that were around previously specialized in uh basically uno reversing rituals Ooh. where they're just like hey so i see what my clan's doing no they're basically blue control players <laughs> is the best way to explain it and they're just like uh, what if they're just like big into dispels and they're just like, I, I see. What you, no, stop it. Don't fuck it. Get the fuck out of here. I don't want this. That's hilarious. So if you combine that with like the shit that Karn is doing with the like breaking blood bonds and stuff, you can get into some really weird, just cool shit. So I'm here for it, but there's not a lot of shit in the raw. So eh, that's all I got. Uh, major leaders in the clan. So we have, they have a just car. Okay. It is Ian Carfax. <laughs> That's the correct noise. Uh, he was the longtime archon for Carl Schrecht. Uh, tends to present more like a ventru. He's very, you know, dapper and stiff upper lip and blah, 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 blah. Highly intelligent, soft-spoken, believes that Justicar should be able to form military units out of the Alistairs. Okay. And for those who don't remember, the Alistairs are the kindred in high-ranking kindred in the Camry Society that are allowed to hunt, like blood hunt, other kindred that are on the red list. 
So he thinks, I should be able to organize these people into my special squads to do my business. And he's pushing for that amongst the other Justicars because he's like, hey, so I see between the, psych- the Second Inquisition and all this shit going on in Gehenna right now in the Middle East, we should be preparing for nonsense. And I'm not, no, not, you don't get that. Sorry, okay, no, bud. No, fuck you. Of yeah. all people, you don't get that. Yeah. Well, if you want to see him, he is this as a character in Winter's Teeth and Crimson Thaw comic series. <laughs> so the other major player in the current canon that you need to know about is Carl Schrecht. Uh, when he was alive, he was a vampire hunter and a demon hunter during the first Inquisition. Cool, cool. Uh, he was the longtime Justicar for the clan. He lost the position in 1997. For those who don't remember, Justicars are supposed to be revoted in every, like, mm-hmm. 10, 13 years. Yeah. And he just kept getting it until recently. Uh, but apparently when he lost the position, he just kept acting like he was Justicar and nobody <laughs> questioned it. There's like, you know what? He could set me on fire with his mind. I'm just yeah, going to say, uh, who can stop him? <laughs> right. Uh, one of the few Justicars to, he was also, bleh, hold on. He was one of the few Justicars, uh, to appoint Archons outside of his own clan. He was just like, are you good at what you do? Cool. You're you. I need hmm. you for things. So hmm. yeah, he didn't really care. <laughs> he also founded the E division, which was like BPRD, but for the vampires. Mm-hmm. So if there's some spooky shit going on and he was like, we need to investigate this. He had his own like squad of Kendra that did that shit. Mm-hmm. Which that is... alone could be a really cool game. Right. They were so yeah, fucking cool. cool. Yeah. It feels like, uh. And he wouldn't have to be a Tremere. No. Because he hired anybody. Yeah, he's oh, just yeah. like, are you good at your job? Okay, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Um, Feels like Dark Heresy from like 40K. Yeah, a little bit. It's just like, they just grab somebody. Just the Inquisitors just be like, Zeno scum, come here. And be like, what? And be like, yeah, no, we're keeping you alive because you do a good thing. Yeah. Are you going to kill that guy for me? I don't want to. I'll shoot you in the head with a bolter. All right, I'll kill him. Yeah. <laughs> good boy. Her? Uh, yeah. Daka? So, yeah. Big thing with Carl Shrek through all of this is he's always been a very hardliner for order and structure and the Camarilla and the Pyramid. And thus, he is the head of House Tremere. Yeah. Uh, we have Karna, who was a peasant girl turned blood doll, and she was embraced out of spite. Mm-hmm. Not because of her, because of her sire having fuckery with another Tremere. And he's like, well, if I just turn this dumb bitch into a, a wizard. Mm-hmm. And then she ended up being like really good at it. Uh, she rose to prominence to become the Prince of Marseille in France. Uh, she was shunned and demoted to Regent of Milwaukee. Uh, then uh, she started the destruction of the pyramid before, you know, the fall of Vienna. She's just like, fuck this shit. As I said, if you are any interested in that, I'm pretty sure that is the um, the the start book for Widow's Wall. Yep. Is her being shunned into Milwaukee. And then she'd just be like, y'all didn't look in the chantry for this book. Yeah, no. And she's the head of House Karna. Then we have our boy, our lad, uh, Strauss, Maximilian Strauss. He's the regent of LA. He's in Bloodlines. Uh, Doug Demistrauss. We'll get to him eventually. Does he show up at all in LA by night? Yes. Uh-huh. Okay. Yep. There's a really There's a great... scene with him and Jasper. Yeah. The glasses. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so... yeah. Jason Carl just puts on little Strauss glasses. Yeah. But Jasper's also wearing little Strauss glasses. <laughs> so it's just... They're like, sp- nice glasses. You know, they're just like, game recognizes game for yeah. like a half second. It's great. <laughs> and also in LA by Night, we have Eva, the White Witch of Griffith Park. And mm. she is delightful. And if you want to see a Tremere that's like, not entirely a piece of shit. Yeah, for a bit. I was about to say yeah. like, from what I, most of what I remember of her, she's pretty decent. Yeah. Uh, give her a second. I said yeah. most. She yeah, she goes on a, she's, she has some struggles, but it's like, you know, girl fair. I get it. Mm-hmm. So lore sheets that are clan specific, you can have descendant of Carl Schrecht. It is 
uh, stuff that lets you be hardlined in with a cam and you get to study supernatural beings that are not tr- like vampires. So if you want to specialize in something, this is a good way to do that. Cool. There's also the pyramid. You get to wield the power and structure of the pyramid so you can get rank within the clan and you get extra goodies for that if that's something you're interested in. There's the Revenant family Ducheski. Uh, you get access to loyal, self-perpetuating ghouls. We've been dealing with something similar in one of our games, and they're fucking terrifying. Yeah, revenants <laughs> are fucking scary. Uh-huh. Um, if you want occult artifacts, there's the occult artifacts lore sheet. Um, you get some cool gear. Uh, you and the Bana Hakim can share that. Yeah. Uh, there's also the Prepositor. Uh, you can become a member of the Presidium, a militant wing of the pyramid that does security, occult consulting, and general thaumaturgical violence while working to undermine the anarch wings of the clan by force. <laughs> so it's just like hey did you want to have a Tremere that was a badass with guns and weapons and you want to go full like lock stock and barrel just shenaniganry pull my devil trigger over here yeah it's really cool they're fucking scary also really good antagonists if you want them for a game Mm -hmm. anyways uh the last lore sheet I'm going to go over is the Clan Coterie Merit um it's called multi-level lore keeping it's in the free v5 companion once per game session, a single kindred in a coterie with a Tremere who has this merit can use a lore sheet advantage that someone else in the coterie possesses, including clan-specific lore sheets, at the storyteller's discretion. Yes. So, yeah, basically if you have a Tremere that has this, they're just like, oh, yeah, uh, this guy has access to a thing that would actually be helpful for this character. Hey, you can do this now. You can just do this. For a bit. Yeah, it's really cool. Anyways. We got through it. Um, I was going to add, actually, I know there is the Occult Artifacts lore sheet. Yes. Um, if that's something you're really into, I would also recommend um, the Second Inquisition book. Oh, yes. Which has a lot of Occult Artifacts in it. And then Hunter uh, Core has, I believe, some, and it has kind of rules for making some new ones. Um, they're very light, but if you're just really into like magic items, I mean, you could always just pop up an old D and D book or old fantasy novel book. Like they have that, but bloodier. Um, <laughs> but those are some in-game or in V five sources for more. Oh yeah, and it's like you can reskin a lot of items from uh, Old World and Darkness into V five pretty easy. So mm-hmm. I would also yeah. state there's. Again, we haven't done the episode yet. There's a lot of uh, magical items from 7C that would probably be balanced enough for Vampire the Masquerade. Just run it past your like, ST. <laughs> there's some Sirenith artifacts that are just like, oh no, that, that's really cool. Like one no. that people get <laughs> people get hung up on and buy whenever I tell them about is you can get a magic artifact that is a mug and a tap. If you place the tap on a keg, the liquid from that keg will be teleported into your mug. Okay, but do that with blood. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just put like a, a an apple like eye tag on a guy, and then you just have a flask of blood from that guy. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. It's rude. This is a meat. So you just like you get a you text from a Cajun. It's like put it in you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ugh. That's Gross. scary. <laughs> I don't like it. So yeah, we powered I'm, through that. I'm going to say I'm sorry for the statement I'm about to say, but oh that made me just think of someone having like a magical butt plug. Yeah, I was kind of thinking the same like, thing. like, put it in, boop, yeah. up in there, and then you drink blood from the magic butt plug. Or you have the magic blood plug and you can just forcibly change somebody's resonance. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Right? Yeah. Delicious. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad we got through this chunky 
thing that has been my life for the past week and a half, and we ended on a butt plug. <laughs> I, I held my tongue a lot just so we get through it, but we actually got un- through it in under an hour 45. Which oh, my is like God. Nice. On par with most of our clan episodes. So, we, th- I mean, this one was just serious. Yeah, but... it was very chunky. I was really hoping after you got done saying the butt plug part, I could just go, thank you, Paralyze. I mean, yeah. if you want, thank yeah. you, Paralyze. Uh, music is cool. It is on Bandcamp. Check them out. They also have some live recordings as well as albums and stuff. Yes. 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 Cool. Uh, we do exist on social medias. If you want to check us out. Oh, my God. I'm throwing paper. I'm throwing the paper. I'm we so have a sorry. Twitter. That, that's our big social media page. And that's at blank underscore bodies. We have Instagram at blank bodies pod. We have TikTok at blank bodies podcast. And then we have Tumblr at blank bodies pod. Check us out on those things. If you want to share cool things that you do with us, those are good places to do it. Uh, we have a Discord and a Patreon. The Discord is free. Get for the in community, there. come hang out. We do. I dare you. Yes. We are so active. We are aggressively pushing friendship. <laughs> but yeah, there's people running games. And there's acceptance. people workshopping games. There's people hanging out, sharing cool memes. We got game streams. We do our movie streams in there. Uh, we got some special Patreon places to go hang out if you're one of our patrons to talk with us about like show production, behind the scenes kind of stuff. Yeah, and uh, the week this is going up. Um, as we mentioned, we let our patrons of the voting tier and above uh, vote on which clans we cover next. And this one, because we've gotten through most of the core book there, I believe there's two core book clans left. And who's not that interesting of a uh, poll? We're bringing all the others in except uh, the Hakata because they're going to have to be a very special soup when we cover them Mm -hmm. but uh we are the day that this goes up that monday we should also have a new poll for our patrons about which clan we're covering next what is this clanist bullshit are you telling me the hakata are going to be last because it's going to be hard pretty much because they're like four clans it's four clans with like uh, 10 to 15 bloodlines the hakata is basically what if you you played old world at all hakata hakata is basically what they did with all the ones that like you do like kind of death magic, but uh, you're smooshed. mentioned in like five books ever. So we're just going to smush you all together. So I know they said they're going to have 40 powers in the new upcoming players guide. I really do wonder how much of that is going to be like, we finished the Mitzi and Ravnos and here's all the other Akata <laughs> powers that you don't actually have yet. Yeah, because some of the Harbingers of Skull magic is real fucking scary. Yeah. But yeah, if you want to chuck us uh, a few bucks because you like our work, that is rad. You get some goodies with that. Um, yeah, uh, we have some Patreon polls or goals that we're working towards of us being a once a week show instead of three times a month show. Mm-hmm. And there's also the uh, Skipper corn tub. I will sit in a corn tub. I will eat corn. Possibly uh, stream a game. Possibly stream a game. Possibly just rant about how shitty Tremere are. <laughs> Whatever I'm feeling, I'll, I'll let you guys choose what I'm going to yeah. scream about. So we have a we have a we have a thousand um, dollar tier if you just want to buy us that corn tub. But maybe we should make that if we get to the point where we are making a thousand a month. That's what I thought it was. No, it is no. right now. It's a tier where a thousand dollars you can buy us a corn. Oh, tub. you should probably I, I, change that to a goal. I thought that's what that was. No, I'm so sorry. I, I no. feel like it's only fair that it's currently with the amount of work that we're going to be putting on John. Just be like, no, if one of you people want to see this man in undress. I and think eating corn. I think it's fair <laughs> to be both. I mean, I don't expect anyone to buy us a hot tub, but if someone does, we will do it immediately. Whereas otherwise, we'll have to work our if, way up. Otherwise, to it. if we mutual aid community source a thousand dollars a month, then that way we can actually afford to do the corn, the goth corn tub stream. Yeah. 
<laughs> just imagine how delightful it's going to be for you to be sitting in a hot tub munching on corn while Sisters of Mercy's plays. I mean, yeah. hell yeah. I also um, was hoping that it that would be a continuing amount of money just because uh, it's most likely going to end up in my fucking yard. Because <laughs> yeah. I'm the only one who has one of those. Yeah, it's so. true. That's true. We are we're relying on our... Malkavian Ventrue? I don't know. Or also, you have a, a garage we could put it in. So you know, That would be funnier. It'd be funnier <laughs> in the garage. <laughs> Just have nothing but like <laughs> yard tools behind you. God. Guys, very does Midwest. this seem like a uh, uh, slashery? Uh, <laughs> God. I haven't even gotten to that part yet in the, the thing. Also, we have an interview series. Uh, if you want to talk to us about your cool projects, we might have some cool projects behind the scenes that we are working on and might collab with some people. But... If you do LARPs, if you have your own podcast stuff, if you have music projects, games that you're working on, things that tie into World of Darkness and or horror gaming, please hit us up. We are happy to talk to you about stuff. If you're a real vampire, let me know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'd like to chat. Them. It isn't. I have questions is all I'm saying. What? The Tremere needs to be quiet. I No. One, no. Two, I'm not a vampire. Fuck you. How dare you? I love you. Good night. Good night. Bye-bye. I can sleep finally. No, you can't. Vampires can't sleep. Mm. Mm-hmm.